You're listening to an encore presentation of We the People. You can hear this show live every Friday night from 7 until 8 p.m. Your source for locally how you can get involved to make a difference. Tune in. Thanks for listening. Get out there and make a difference. San Marcos, Texas, Hayes County, and the rest of the world. This is We the People on a Friday night, the 24th of February. Glad to have you along with us here. And got a little chilly. We've had it hot. We've had it a little chilly. You know, this is Texas. You know, this is our spring. It comes in February in the first week of March. You never know what it's going to be. And then we're going to be hot for the summer. That's the, the uh, spring season here in Central Texas. But there's lots of things going on on the political side. So lots of things going on here. It is a sad day for the uh, city of San Marcos. We'll talk about that here in just a minute. Uh, but I do have for my guest tonight, Mr. Matthew Mendoza is here in the studio. Matthew, just say hey to everybody. So I got a mic check here. Hey, God bless you, San Marcos. It's so good to be here. Wiz, thank you for having me back, sir. I really appreciate there it. There you go. And uh, Matthew is uh, our current city council member here from... Uh, uh, place one there we go and uh, uh, you know I, I will talk about that too but uh, this is a political commentary show the views expressed on the show are those uh, hosts the guests and not necessarily those of KZSM or SMTXCRA and we're going to be right back with you here got lots to talk about tonight uh, so uh, stay tuned tell a friend and uh, we'll be right back with you Studio KZSM, we the people here on Friday, the 24th of February, and I have Mr. Matthew Mendoza with me. And uh, just to start off the show, I know many of you here in the community. Uh, I'm still trying to bring my mic down just a little bit. I know many of you here in the community uh, are aware that we had a tragedy today at Goodnight Middle School. We're not going to go into the details, but we did have the loss of a student, and uh, it is sad, and uh, our hearts go out to not only the family of the student, but the uh, all of the other students and those that were there and those that, that have a sudden 
realization of the loss that can happen to any of us in any given time at yes, any sir. given point. And so uh, I just wanted to start off uh, tonight. Now, there is going to be, uh, with an announcement, there is going to be tomorrow morning at uh, the, uh, just going ahead, oh. you you say this one for Thank me. You, I, I you got it faster <laughs> than I did on my phone. Uh, it's, it's, it's important, guys, for us to show the support that the community has. We're going to have a prayer visual for that uh, lovely student who unfortunately lost her life today. It's going to be tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. It's going to be at the Cottonwood Creek Park, and that's going to be at Rattler Road and Monterey Oaks off of 123. So just please go out there, show some support, and let them know that we are here for the family. And just please know that, um, of course, of course, you know, but just remember that we could lose our, our loved ones at any time or people that we care about for any yeah. reasons in an accident. And we hope to see people out there to show the support. So we're just going to take 30 seconds of silence here and uh, just uh, send your thoughts and uh, of comfort and prayer out to the family. All right, thank you. And we're going to be back with you here. KZSM.org, we the people. And sorry to start it off on a somber note, but it has been, everyone has been talking about this today, and we wanted to make everyone aware. Um, a lot of those details you're going to be able to get through other news sources, but we're going to be talking tonight about things that you're not going to be hearing other places, okay? A whole bunch of things, and uh, I have uh, Mr. Matthew Mendoza is, uh, here, and he was elected to city council yes, uh, this time around and uh, back in the fall, and you have come up to speed very quickly. And, well, thank uh, you. Uh, well, I don't. You're out <laughs> well, there, whether you whether you know it or not. You know, it's one of those you're running and stumbling. But what I mean, you know, you knew that it was going to be a lot of things coming in mm -hmm. and being city council. Yes, sir. Okay. What are some of the things that you didn't expect? To be quite honest with you, I mean, sitting there, everybody, I guess, has the whole perception of the, the romanticizing about being city council, that you're making these huge decisions about things that are going to impact the city for generations. And you're right, you are. But it's not so much flashy. I mean, you are working on budgets. You are working on lowering speed limits. You're working about uh, adding wages. You're working about yeah. simple things. It's the day-to-day -day work. And to be quite honest with you, it's a realization to know that it's still great to glamorize it, but we're doing so much more important work than glamorizing it. We're doing the nuts and the bolts. And it is by far the most amazing thing I've ever done in my life. And it's great to be able to know that you can help and you can make the change now. And uh, it, it's something that, did shock me being on TV that often kind of you know shocks me to having the zoom yeah. right on you but these this is the reason why I ran this is the reason why I want to do this um, it's a learning curve but it's amazing and I have some supportive staff and I have a lot of uh, support from the citizens to let me know what they want and I'm it's, it's just great Rob I, I can't express how giddy I now, am to be I, I, I do want people to realize that okay this is not, uh, you know, you are a part-time uh, employee. You are correct, yes, sir. the city of San Marcos. It's, it's, you know, this changed a few years back. Okay. And it is, you know, and you do get a, you know, you're not going to get rich doing this, I think, is a, is a good point of saying that to everybody. I want them to understand Well, we are that. Austin, so we're not making, uh, you know, council's Austin rate. But yeah. th there is compensation, um, of course, because we do have to spend 
late hours or our days, but by no means is it anything that. Um, well, and I think that's what about. I wanted to kind of you know, oh, yes, dovetail sir. that was yeah. I wanted you to make people aware. You have not only on your every other Tuesday that you meet. Yes, sir. You have these packets that are very large, but then you also have other committee meetings that you must attend. Absolutely. And then we also, example today, uh, we had the Rio Vista uh, sculpture presentation today that they were thinking about putting one of three nominees as a beautiful sculpture in the Rio Vista Park. Well, it's very important. I'm sorry, Raymond Lucio Park. Yes. So it's very important that as a council member, I go and I see what my neighbors are wanting. It's very important that I do these things. And it's not just that. It's the neighborhood improvement programs. It's uh, events that we have for Main Street. It's going to quinceañeras. It's about really interacting with your neighborhood and letting them know you are there. And that's it's amazing to me. It really is, sir. Well, we're talking about, uh, you know, having you on this week. Last week, I, I didn't have anything going yes, on uh, on the show. And we, we had other, we'll talk about that after <laughs> you're off tonight. But one of the things that came up was about the uh, this post that was over about the cottages, apartments. Yes, sir. And I, I gave you a heads up. I told you, I'm mm-hmm. going to ask you about this this <laughs> week. Because what was interesting about this was that, uh, I, I heard all this uh, said about the the uh, on Facebook post. Yes, sir. Facebook post happened to be this one uh, woman. I'm not going to give her name on the air or anything, but uh, uh, she reached out to everyone and uh, just she said, "I'm not trying to be a Karen, but these trucks keep coming right here into our Franklin Square neighborhood." and dumping into the open manhole sewer that goes into our storm sewers they are dumping basically s-h-i-t oh yeah you know it it was going in public yes sir and this was coming from the uh creekside or the uh apartments there not the creekside i'm sorry uh Um, the um we will just say that it's a, an no, apartment no, complex. No, 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 no. That's all right. That's all right. I don't mind. It's a cottage's apartment. Yes, sir. Okay. You don't know whether. Well, no, it has been said. Okay. So the problem was that this is on Friday. So I couldn't really get anything. Normally, I would get something from the city on Monday. There was someone from the city did go and they posted on this woman's uh uh, page and and you know the city right. was trying to do some things about it so i came back on tuesday which was after the holiday and i asked the city to uh i went back in through our uh, uh city uh, communications department okay and i said okay can you give me a statement from the city as the city came out and said anything about the cottages i don't really just want to go off of just what's on facebook right. okay where's the official well, I didn't hear anything, didn't hear anything. Yesterday came back to me, and you and I had talked Tuesday mm-hmm. night, and I said, I'm going to ask about this. And so you had gotten some information that you passed along to me yesterday. And uh, and you were but wait a minute, I don't know that any of that's official yet. Exa- yes, sir. Yeah. But yet I had the city had came at noon yesterday and said, we don't have anything official. What would you like to ask? So I came back with a couple of questions. Then I go out there on Facebook and I see that the city had made a post on Facebook that said that the, an official statement about this. Right. And so then I'm, wait a minute, you know, I, and I went back to our communications department. And they said, well, I guess that's our official statement. Oh, thank you, folks. Oh, <laughs> so well, it's been interesting on this. So basically, I'm not going to hold your feet to the fire. I mean, you're well, not the, but what? 
the city, what happened that you know of right now that you could just give everybody a, a well, synopsis? I, I do know that we had an issue with that particular apartment Make complex. Make sure you're... Oh, you're, there sorry you about no, that. No, no, you're there good. we go. I do know we had the issue with the apartment complex, and I believe this was happening... Let me kind of go back to make sure I'm looking at my right stuff here. They did have concerns, and, and this was definitely months ago back in December. So they had a sewage issue at that apartment complex, and they informed us that they were just not able to repair it at the time. So the city, um, under a time frame, we did not tell them they can do this forever. We actually gave them a limit here of, a matter of fact, a couple of weeks and asked them to please do things correctly. And for somehow, some reason, we lost sight of it. And that was a major fall from our end here. There's no way to go about it. There, there, that should not be something that should be happening daily. And especially when it comes to sewage, um, the reports were that they were actually dumping um, that into a sensitive area, but we have verified, and I think this is why it took so long for the city to come up with an answer as to why it, a solid response, was we wanted to verify that there was nothing going into those cracks and those crevices for the creeks underneath the complex itself. That being said, we still should have said something the day we knew this was happening. We should have responded back to the individual who did put the Facebook post. Well, they did. The city did respond back last Friday. But okay. I wanted them to go directly to that individual. Yeah. Because if that person is the one who's concerned, we should always address that. Um, I think this is where the city of San Marcos is starting to realize um, being visible. Social media is a very important part. If somebody has a question on social media, then you need to address that person or at least talk to them and say, hey, if, if you have the ability to reach this many people, then there's a reason why we need to contact you directly. And yeah. again, I can understand there's legalities behind why they were being hesitant because they wanted to ensure that environmentally they were doing things correctly. But I think there still should have been something said. And, and I did talk to some of the people in staff and ask them to improve that communication, um, that it shouldn't have been a council member coming to you and expressing their concern. It should have been taken at to heart. If we're on social media all the time observing things, then we should have seen that post. Well, and I, just from my standpoint, this is me speaking as a citizen sure. here, is that I do think this is something that went downhill with our past uh, city manager. You know, in the past, You're I, right. I we saw a much better response. And I had even talked to you about there was something that we had, oh, about six, seven years ago that was an app for your phone that was a San Marcos app. SM Connect, I believe. SMTX Connect, yes, sir. SMTX Connect. Yes, sir. And you used to go around and you could snap a picture. You could post it up there. And it would automatically get flagged. Somebody was looking at that, and they would go on ahead and flag that for a certain department. Now, if you did not address, if that was not addressed back within a day or two, it got pushed up the line, and it eventually got where an assistant city manager would review it. Oh, nice. If it didn't get taken care of then, it went to the city manager that would actually review it. And that so this was, and it, believe me, I, of course, I'm going to test it out, sure, you sure. know, I, it's, you know, I'm going to be the Karen every now and then, <laughs> you know, but it's, I, uh, you know, in a good way, folks, this well, no, is, you know, fighting that, for people's, uh, that's good for code compliance and we have issues in, in the local neighborhoods. I remember it was a good event, but I'm wondering if we fell short during the COVID because we weren't having so many employees to go out there and, and enforce code compliance. I wonder where we dropped the ball, but that is such a useful tool that we should i know we have something like that right now that i still have yet to be able to download because kind of asking my staff where can i find it because i can't find it on google play or somewhere but that's another one of those things that we need to go back into that communication that visibility yeah. and that accountability because if it went directly up the chain 
that's very important because that visibility is there. Well, and in the post, the city uh, acknowledged that, you know, they were thankful for sure. people coming out and saying something. You know, they acknowledge that. And, I, and I'm, you know, on a positive note, I mean, all yeah. of this is going, and I know there's multiple people, but it's just what I'm seeing from the outside is multiple people kind of scrambling here trying to deal with this. And Rob, you're it, right. I mean, there's no way know. to say it. You are absolutely, and this is coming from somebody who, again, I had to go and ask questions about this. And this is something that, um, since I've been in office, yeah. they send us to emails about, you know, notifications, hey, there's something happening that we want council to be aware of. This should have been one of those things. Well, and uh, we're going to take a quick uh, station sure. break here, but uh, there is uh, just a follow-up from some of the questions that folks have been asking. Mm -hmm. Is, you know, the uh, Parks and Rec came out, and they did a quick in-run here, too, with forwarding out the post from the city saying, yes, the remediation that we did, uh, you know, was uh, in protection of uh, the park and nothing got down to the sure. park. Now, the question I have from people is, okay, so remediation, what does that mean? What did they do? What did they actually clean up? Where did they have to clean up? There's some questions there that, you know, I'm going to probably try to get answered okay. this week for okay. everyone. But then also about the testing of the water and the quality. How do we know? And, and those kind of things. And part of that is Texas, the TCEQ. You are. Yes, sir. I have actually asked that and brought that question up with this issue itself because I know they sit there and tell us, we verified that nothing was dripping in. Well, did we test the water? I'm going to get that answer for you. Okay. Uh, because I need to know that myself. Given the sensitivity, the, the sensitive area that it lies over, it's absolutely needed that we find that out. But I thank you, and I'll let you know as soon as I find that out, sir. Yeah, because <laughs> okay. it's important to me. <laughs> and we will let you know. KZSM.org, True Community Radio. And uh, this is... We the people here on Thursday night, the 24th of February. Matthew Mendoza, city council member, is uh, our guest this evening. And we are talking all things city here. And I'm going to let him uh, get out of here at the half hour <laughs> mark. And then we're going to be talking about some more stuff that's been going on this week. Um, but uh, let's see here. we got a couple things coming up. Uh, let's see here. This is... You've only got uh, just another day or so to get in touch with these folks. If you know of any students, uh, any young people, anybody that's retooling, anybody that needs a job right now, uh, this is uh, the Skill Point Alliance that I had talked to two weeks ago. Skill Point Alliance is a nonprofit organization that provides free hands on workforce development training courses in the skilled trade industry and it's expanding its manufacturing program to Hayes County, offering a free certified production technician course held at Signifies Manufacturing Facility in San Marcos. And this class is scheduled to begin February 27th. The deadline to register is February 26th. Upon completing the six weeks program, students can find employment as a manufacturing technician, process technician, equipment technician, fab associate, machine operator, assembler, and many more. The course includes working with the CNC mill, soldering station, 3D printer, VR headsets, the skill boss, and much more. Students will receive their OSHA 10 safety certification, forklift certification, Haas CNC certification, and Lean Six Sigma white belt certification. Whether you have years of experience or very little, these hands-on classes are designed to help you enter the workforce quickly. 
Classes operate Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. and run for six weeks. Again, these classes are offered free of charge, so sign up today. You can visit www.skillpointalliance.org. That is www.skillpointalliance.org. That is skillpointalliance.org to apply. Or you can contact Alda Ramirez, the admission manager at 512-323-6773. This has been a public service announcement of KZSM.org, True Community Radio here in San Marcos, Texas. And Skillpoint Alliance and... Um, let me. We were talking a whole bunch, a whole bunch of things here, <laughs> and I do want to talk about our sidewalk out here as an example. But let's go back. Skill Point Alliance. You were talking about. Uh, you had uh, you had the honor of uh, being over there for the governor's uh, uh, speech this week. I, I was uh, as there. part of our city council. Yes, sir. It, it, I was I was honored to be there to represent the city. Absolutely, to to have that um, to have that honor. Uh, I will tell you the place that we were at was impressive the magnetic company that specializes in it that that is a job that supplies our special rattlers and our special uh, specially trained bobcats to really stay in town and make an amazing living yeah. and i'm very proud of that but it was um well was that, <laughs> the skills that they were talking about at skill point alliance now they're uh, white are they, they're uh uh, over here at Wide Light, right, yes, right sir. near there, I think, mm-hmm. or is it Phillips or Wide Light? I, I know it is Wide Light yeah. forever, but I think it's now the Phillips, yeah, but I will yeah, always know it is, it, we'll and all know then it is Phillips Wide Phillips then is a new name for it, and that's the new name they've got, and I just yeah. uh, totally forgot that <laughs> from just listening because we were talking. I, nonetheless, you know, you get to see this, that, you know, here is something within our community that we've got uh, 501c3 groups coming yes, together. Sir to really help to get the word out, to get these, you know, we've got these programs. We've got a lot going for San Marcos right now yes, sir. in these skill traits because, you know, you and I have talked. We know that, uh, you know, the university is not going to be that driver that it has been over the last 15 or 20 years. Right. Our, uh, we're not going to be having this the brick and mortars are going away yes Mm -hmm. we have amazon here but you know we're not going to be seeing all of that money coming in like we have over the past 20 to 30 years from out at the outlet malls yes sir okay so you know one of the things that's coming up that i know you wanted to talk about Mm -hmm. tonight is the smart terminal down south of town dun 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 yes Yes. sir (laughs) of course there is going to be a segue this i do this professionally thank you very much yeah yeah at, uh, okay. So that smart terminal, tell folks about what we're talking about, about that, and okay. where that location is. Okay. So uh, the smart terminal is going to be, um, first I'll tell you where it's at. It's going to be pretty much at the intersection of 110, and I believe it's 1984, and then Highway 80. It's kind of out there where you'll see uh, Memorial Lawn a cemetery is right there where right. it's going to be. Going down to Martindale. Yes, I'm folks, sorry. Uh, going towards Martindale. Just past 21. It's on the back side of the airport, on the back side of Gary Job Corps. Yes, okay. sir. Um, a huge land that has been empty since I was a child. Um, we are going to be putting something together called the Smart Terminal. It's the San Marcos Area Rail and... Uh, oh, actually, let me... It's rail and I, Transit. Yeah, right? Rail and Transit. Thank you. It's yeah. so many things that go there. Uh, and this is something that's been approved since 2000 and uh, actually started originally in 2013 and officially approved in 2019. 
Uh, we are in the process right now of possibly annexing uh, this entire property, which it's going to be um, heavy industry. So there are going to be several things there that are going to be, uh, th that word scares people, heavy industry, but we are talking about um, something that will potentially bring thousands of jobs um, that will be tied into the airport itself, tied into the rail line that will um, hopefully bring manufacturing jobs. The problem we have with this smart terminal is um, its location. Uh, for many years, people were always asked, where would we like to see some industrial parks? And it's understood people in San Marcos never really wanted it in the heart of town or over the recharge zone. So for so long, they always said, we're going to put it on the east side of town over towards 35 or somewhere on that side where it's not going to have effect for anybody. So now that we're here now, um, unfortunately, there are a lot of people who are realizing what's coming in, and it seems that there isn't enough communication. And this is the biggest uh, obstacle we have here. So how do you mean not enough communication? Well, uh, is it that not enough for the right, or we're not targeting, well, or I, I people think it's aren't going to worry about it, it until the roof's on fire? That's kind of what it happened was. It seemed that when we were having these negotiations, it happened, and we only say 2019, but let's say the 2013. Most people who were there involved with this negotiations between Martindale, ourselves, and the original smart terminal people are no longer residents there or assume that when the original developer for smart terminal left that it was a killed job, not realizing that somebody else purchased not only the smart terminal, but the residential um, neighborhood that's coming in here, Cotton Center. So this person now owns all these thousands of acres of land that are combined. And this person or this corporation? I'm sorry, it's this corporation. I'll, I'll say a corporation because okay, that's really well, what it is. Because, yeah, some, some of us get a little bit on that uh, corporation as a person thing that the Supreme Court did a few years ago <laughs> kind of does great on a few folks. No, no, you, you are absolutely right. I'm sorry. Okay. It, it is definitely the corporation. Um, and rightfully so. I have individuals who live in Martindale, Maxwell, and Reville who are barely becoming aware of this because maybe they just moved there five, ten years ago, or let's face the facts, they're just too busy in their lives to know that this is coming up yeah. again. And, well, let's just say it. Let's take away the city council member here. We're talking just Matthew Mendoza, who his grandmother lives on Railroad Street in Maxwell. And every day of my life, you know, up until I was about 20 years old, I was driving back and forth to visit my grandmother. And now it's, you know, once a week. So that whole area is personal to me. Half my family is buried in the Reedville Cemetery. The other half is buried in Memorial Lawn. So I understand where these individuals are coming here saying, wait, we just want to know what's going on. We're not telling you to stop it, but the least you can do is inform us of what's being built and what could possibly be placed in this area. So that's why it's very important for us to be open with our neighbors. I am one that consistently tells our staff in our city that we need to be a standard when it comes to being a good steward. To our now, what, what is it that we need people to know? I mean, what's okay. the, the key facts that right now they need to know, and what's the timeline that they need to know this on? Well, the, the good part is right now is we have postponed this because we have felt and we have heard the citizens come up here. So what we're asking, and I'll just be flat up and put myself out there and admit this, I am going to be the mediator between the developer and the citizens. And I'm basically going to be there, and I made sure the developer understood that my job is a citizen comes up to me and says they're not being listened to, I'm going to hold you accountable to that. As a council member, I can let you know 
the buck stops here and the last thing you want is for us to not think that you're cooperating with the well, people what are the things that we're hearing i mean what well, what is it the the, the, the concern is stuff? the concern is is a lot of these individuals that the residents and rightfully so are concerned about what's going to go in there they're concerned about toxic materials they're concerned about lighting they're concerned about noise they're concerned about construction they're concerned about the streams and the rivers they're concerned about drainage because we are talking black soil that is something that is probably the best soil for drainage. It's well, beautiful. And after the uh, Ohio disaster with the uh, rail, uh, with the rail there, that there's is a, brand a, new a lot of folks have brought up Absolutely. about this having a rail terminal. What are what is going to be coming through, well, going back and forth between Houston? This is kind of the part where it gets into a level of. They want to be annexed, so they want to become part of the city of San Marcos. And where that's very important is, if they're part of the city of San Marcos, then we can hold the regulations and we can hold their fire to the feet. If they're left in county, whether it's going to be Caldwell or Hayes, let's be honest, both those counties have horrible records when it comes to environmental protections. And it's county. We can drive out there and see what happens out there. I mean, matter of fact, we're talking about that one case that's out there on Post Road that is dealing with environmental issues now as a hoarder case. And you see how long it takes. Well, if we do this annexation, we could have control and regulations over them. So that's kind of where I want the citizens to understand that. It's very important that the city of San Marcos, if this goes through, that we annex it because any changes they want to go through will have to be controlled by us, which means if it's high incident, there are concerns of what could be there. I can tell you of what is not allowed there. Things that we will not allow during that, we're not going to let, we're not going to allow acid manufacturing no gas manufacturing there's not going to be a wrecking yard there no junkyards nothing of storage that could have toxic uh, materials uh, that includes you know hazardous materials explosives fuels or anything that would be for the locomotives that's in a whole other area where they'll do the refueling or things of that nature we will not allow and this is the part that i thought was weird uh, glucose rubber and dextrin so i understand those are high chemicals and that's great that we're going to not have that but there's a ton of different things out here that we are regulating. We're not going to allow um, disposal, like um, cremations and things like that, that could affect the citizens next door. But that does not mean that these options cannot be added to, that we cannot add more regulations. And this is where the citizens have to step up. It's great that the city of San Marcos wants to have this. It would benefit so many counties. Our, our, we would keep our rattlers here. We would give our rattlers so many technological advances to be able to learn things. It would help the Gary kids learn aviation and it would help our airport. I think it would provide good jobs, but not at the cost of our neighbors and our environment. I think it's very important that we are respectful and that we are open. So we have a forum coming up or a meeting coming up from the citizens that would like answers with the developer. And I'm hoping that we get as many citizens as we can to go out there because it's gonna be in Martindale on Sunday the 26th at 6 p.m and the address is 413 Main Street. And they're gonna get out there and we wanna make sure that the citizens and the developer are being honest with each other. I want that list to go out there and I can't express enough to these now, citizens. Now this is February 26th? I am so sorry, February 26th, yes okay, sir. Okay, so that is this Sunday. Yes sir, And but this at, is the first, uh, this will be 6 p.m., okay. but this is the initial meeting. The developer, the developer has ensured me that we are going to have three meetings okay. so this is the first of three and all i can tell you is i'm going to hold my feet to the fire on this one i know the advantage the the, um, the great things that could come to our town but i want to ensure that these citizens 
are listened to. It is so important that we are good stewards. Because the fact of the matter is, is in 10, 15 years, Martindale, Reedville, and, uh, Re and Mar Maxwell, excuse me, are going to be part of Semarcus. And it's only fair for us to ensure that we are being good and what we're adding. Well, it, 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 we're all part of this DFW. You know, we can look <laughs> up there and we see, you know, yes, we're sir. Arlington. Okay, we're right in the middle yeah. of, you know, Fort Worth and Dallas, mm -hmm. where they were 30 years ago, 40 years ago. Yes, sir. And, you know, we're already seeing that. Uh, New Braunfels, I was reading today, they now expect by 3035 that they will be totally filled in. And, you know, <laughs> it just isn't that, I mean, and we're not talking, that's 10 no. years. But the, the, the truth is, if you look at all these tech stock projections, if you look at the state of Texas, the way they assume San Marcos was going to grow, they were telling us 15 years ago, five to seven miles on each side of 35 is going to be taken up, whether yeah. residential or commercial. It's going to happen because of where we're located and we're where we are now. Yeah. I, I've always more. said it before, Rob, and people criticize me because of this, but we put our heads in the sand in the early 90s and 2000s. We really could have been ahead of the game here if we would have just realized what was coming. And now we have that chance. Now we see what's what's coming extra, and well, hopefully we can do this. We, I think we were focusing different places, and I think okay. that we did have some of our leaders that knew that some things were coming. They knew that we were going to have to uh, move from downtown. They were knew some things were going on, but yet we still had the university driving things, and mm. I think that was where we, we saw a lot of disconnects, but that's my feeling. Well, no, no, it. well... So I, at the governor's uh, speech, I had the pleasure of meeting uh, Mr. Demphouse, Kelly Demphouse, and his wife, Beth. And I had expressed to them... The new region. I'm sorry, uh, yes, the, yeah, the, the new the president, president of Texas State. I'm sorry. Texas um, State. I had let them know, hey, you know, just I'm local councilman here, just reelected. But I wanted to give them the idea of somebody who grew up here. Growing up here, it was always Texas State versus everybody else. And we always had the perception that the government will always work for Texas State. We're doing everything for them. And I tried to let the president know that it'd be fantastic if you were to reach out to the community more if you were to express to the community we're a partnership because we rely on each other it's a symbiotic relationship I mean the truth is they've been here since 1899 we've been here since 1846 we've needed each other since then and if we can it's work a good together way of putting it I like yeah that. We, we, we are I mean, we, we can't survive yeah. without them but it's very important that they understand they can't survive without us and, and I think we need to switch that mind frame here that the citizens hold you know texas state and let them realize you are in san marcus not the other way around so i'm hoping that uh, mr demp house will will open that up for us and have meetings um personally with city council and maybe town halls with the citizens and, and this is more the visibility more of those things that we get out there and and this is where that smart terminal comes into play um that if he's open with our community then we can use all these resources if we decide the smart terminal does pass and we approve it this is a resource that Texas State can use, and vice versa. We can use their resources, and it's just a good uh, thing for the community as far as working with each other. But, again, we have to be very careful uh, in doing things right. Well, I promise to get you on the road fast. I am so I, sorry. No, yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> we, we talked about the things that we need to here. And, again, that is going to be at 413 Main Street, February 26th, which is this Sunday, 6 p.m. You are What correct. is that? What's, what's there? Is it, what, is it I, a church or what building is I believe that, that is the... Um, Google it, folks. Yes, I'm sir. sorry. I'm I, I thought it was it. the gymnasium, the old school that's there, but I, I'm thinking it's actually going to be the church that's right across the street. Yeah, and but but Google it. Yeah, Google it. There, <laughs> 413 uh, Main Street. And just a quick uh, two thank yous. Number one. 
thank you for your support here for the radio station oh, for you. us for uh, the license you know this is exactly it is this communication us being here in the uh, the voice of san marcos and being here in emergencies and uh, you know working with the county right now you know all of these things are great support and we do appreciate that from our end and from my neighbor next door appreciate you um, you know I, Nikki, yes yes uh, uh, the uh, little step issue that we had out there that, uh, you know, we reported it and uh, you got somebody on it. And, you know, that was great, you know, and uh, they, they moved pretty quick, you know, and I appreciate it. I'm and very glad they did that. Yes, sir. Folks, well, that's the way things work. I okay? will say, Rob, I, I because of citizens like you, that's where the partnership comes into play. If you know that things aren't getting done for whatever reason it is, thank you for reaching out because the point is to get things done for the city and to be productive and not have little things like that get larger uh, well the, the what i was telling somebody the other day is i so many times people will go along they'll stumble they'll trip the city needs to do something about that the city needs to somebody <laughs> needs to do something about that yeah. well be that somebody thank okay? you yes now, sir and if you've got questions on how to do that i don't want to do it for you all the time that's not my role here on the radio station <laughs> my role is to show how it can be done give you those positives and we talk about how we come together as a community how you know people like this that have other jobs that he's also doing at night and at odd <laughs> hours and yeah. you know all, all these good. things to keep the the bills paid yeah and then is also taking on this other job of being your city council member and uh, you know uh, after living here all his life and uh, I he's enjoying it folks okay yes sir and uh, I like that <laughs> Matthew Mendoza thanks for coming in today oh, Wiz thank you so much it's always an honor brother uh, kzsm.org true community radio and uh let's see here oh yes the uh, casino night's coming up for the rotary we'll be right back with you Am I gonna see the you? rotary club of san marcos is hosting a casino night fundraiser on saturday march 4th at 7 to 11 p.m the event will be held at the commemorative air force central texas wing in the san marcos regional airport off highway 21. tickets cost 50 dollars per person or pay $400 and reserve a table for eight. Sponsorships are available for $500 and up. This includes promotional benefits for sponsoring companies. Tickets can be purchased with a credit card by scanning the QR code found on the Rotary of San Marcos Facebook page with your smartphone. You can also mail checks to the Rotary Club of San Marcos, P.O. Box 581, San Marcos, Texas, 78667. Most funds raised will be donated to the Greater San Marcos Youth Council and the Youth Service Bureau. The commemorative Air Force facility houses an Air Force Museum and a collection of vintage aircraft that are still airworthy. So come on out, get your game on. Enjoy appetizers, beer and wine, and a silent auction. Get in the mood to have some fun and do some good in a fascinating historical setting. Mind windows. The art of Roberto Rios is on view now through early March via a six-gallery collaboration throughout San Marcos. Mind Windows celebrates more than 50 years of work by San Antonio native Roberto Rios. I imagine the brain as having rooms where images and dreams come to stay, said Roberto Rios. There are doors to each room, and in them there are windows. Open windows invite imagination in allowing us to dream. Through windows of the mind, life can change. 
participating galleries are the Price Center, the Texas State Galleries at Texas State University, the San Marcos Art Center, the Walker's Gallery, El Centro Cultural Hispano de San Marcos, and the San Marcos Public Library. The exhibit is the second of its kind in as many years in which local art galleries have collaborated to recognize an important local artist. So set the controls for this exciting exhibit, Mind Windows. Yes, uh, there's something that you can get out and see, and uh, go check that out. You know, all around town, we've got that at the uh, Price Center, at the Art Galleries, at the uh, uh, Hispanic Cultural Center, and, uh, you know, lots of these places here. The art is here in town. I was... uh, had a good time last week. I brought my uh, son and his partner up, and uh, they stopped in, and uh, we went around town, and just neat to see all of the places that, you know, my son grew up and all the things that had changed in San Marcos, got talking about that, but also still that you could come down and see the art and see the art exhibits and all these great places that we've got. San Marcos is special. We've got a lot of things going for us. And it is important for people to know that and come see us. But we can't live on uh, just being a tourist location, you know, although we have for many years. Uh, uh, Coming up, uh, too, uh, this uh, next month is going to be the 120th anniversary of the Wonder World Cave. They've been going in business for 120 years, folks. Imagine that, that you could go and get a ticket and go down in the cave. And there's something for you to do. There's something to, to bring some folks into town and come on out. And we're going to be back out there uh, starting up again on Sunday for the flea market at the Wonder World Cave. So uh, yours truly will be out there and a whole bunch of other folks will. So come on out and enjoy. Uh, looking forward to it. Um, so uh, Matthew Mendoza was here. I, one thing I just didn't want to get into it with him right now but we'll we'll talk some more about that in the future is that uh you know up in austin we have had the uh issue with the car takeover of the uh you know the car racing clubs or whatever it may be and i don't want it to give all racing clubs a bad name that's not it uh but you know these guys would come around and and go down the street and just you know drive around and and be real cool and then there's people that just get out of hand and we've got that downtown too and it's interesting to see uh that there's been a lot of hands off i think downtown with uh anyone really the police you know they wait until they get out of downtown and so there's a lot of drag racing there's a lot of racing and there's a lot of things you know with the squealing of tires and all that we are not we have not gotten to the point of austin and i hope we won't get to that point but uh, i i did have someone ask me about that i just we were shorter on time tonight than uh, mr mendoza had thought he was going to be at another commitment to get to so i wanted to uh, take advantage of the time and talk about what we did tonight um and the cottage apartments you know as i was talking about is kind of an interesting contrast uh, this week uh, last week i had talked about um the uh how you can go about getting information freedom of information and how you request things and i had talked about coming into last friday i had uh um 
gotten a contact for someone at the Secretary of State's office. He was out of the uh, uh, out of the office. I had left him a message. Uh, he had uh, gotten back with me on Tuesday on uh, the phone that I'd contacted him on on the message. And I also got in touch with him on Tuesday as well. And uh, he was the uh, uh, assistant uh, secretary of state in charge of information. And uh, uh, so they got me right to the, the right guy, uh, top, you know, probably, you know, the top guy to get this done. And he said, Mr. Rourke, I'll just give me till end of the day and we'll have this information. There was two things I had requested. Number one was when the uh, said, uh, the original uh, numbers that were given to the Secretary of State's office in what they call a canvas of the uh, district attorney's race that was recounted back in uh, December. This was the race that was about 5,000 votes off, wanted to make sure what was the original number that was submitted and what was the uh, another one after the uh, submittal uh, of the recount. And he said, well, you realize that uh, um, if there's a difference that they have to do that. I said, yes, that's why I'm asking. If there's a difference between the first time that the uh, machines counted that they put that in and if there was a um, uh, a recount, uh, that that recount was any different, then they have to submit a new canvas. And so uh, they came back and they said, yes, this canvas was sent to our office on the 19th of uh, December. Uh, and I was able to kind of put some things together. And we'll talk about that in an upcoming show. Uh, but... At the same time, on Tuesday, I'd sent a message to the uh, uh, to the city, and I'd said, you know, can you please confirm the information that I'm seeing out here, and does the city have a statement yet? Well, I didn't have anything, didn't have anything. They came back to me two days later, that was yesterday, and said, no, we don't have anything official, but then... There was something official, and then that was shared by others within, and then I came back today, and, well, yeah, I guess that's our official statement. So there's still a lot of things going on within the city that they are getting caught. Uh, and I, I do think it has to do with the culture that we've had over our past, uh, the, uh, uh, the, the past folks that we've had uh, in the city manager's position here. And I think we've seen a lot of our uh, people that were connected. A lot of things have changed at that city level that I think we need to get back to it. And I do like that, that we've got people that have been here in San Marcos that are on city council because they've lived here and they care about that community. And I, not to say none of our people, all of our people on city council do. And I want you to reach out to city council members. It doesn't have to be Matthew Mendoza. It's just I reached out because I'd been reaching out to him to get him on the show. And I said, hey, oh, there's going to be some things I'm going to ask you about. Okay. That's how politics works, folks. Is that you have to care about things. You have to care about how, what is the role of a government agencies. What are they supposed to be doing? And number two, 
what is that legislation that is going through? What is that bill? What is that? Uh, what is that annexation that we're talking about? What is this terminal? What are the things there, and how are they going to vote? Can you influence that vote? Well, yes, you can. If people know that you are going to ask the questions, if people know that you are going to be on top of this, if people know that, yes, maybe you are the Karen for your community, okay? Sometimes that doesn't have a good connotation, and it's, you know, and people take it over the top. But there are times that you do need to be out there and saying something and bringing it up. So how do you bring it up? You know what? You're, you're busy with life. You don't know all these ins and outs. Well, that's what this comes down to, folks, is we the people is about you knowing how to do these things. Why is it important? Well, right now, one of the most important things that people are just failing to realize out there is what is going on up at the Texas State uh, State House. Okay, the legislature is going. The bills are going, starting to go through the process. And there's all sorts of bills that are getting filed. Those bills are going to then have to go to a committee. They're going to have to get voted on, get changed, get merged with other things, and then sent out of committee for a vote. So, what is it you are concerned about? What do you want to be watching? What are the important things? Well, you go and you ask people at the local level, what are the things that are going to affect you? How are these things going to affect you? Uh, how are they going to affect the city? What are some things that we need to be watching? And you kind of weigh in on that. And you need to know who your senator is and who your representative is. Well, that's not always so easy on how to contact them. I'm finding that out because I've uh, taken on a little job for a group that uh, I'm uh, on a state board with is coming up with contacts for your senators and for your uh, uh, for the uh, representatives. Well, state senators, we've got 31 state senators, excuse me, I'm, I'm, uh, hit me that, and, uh, uh, you know, over 120 some odd on the uh, representatives. I'm off, guys. I know on the numbers, just wing it, okay? Uh, but you have to be able to contact them. Well, phone numbers. Well, yeah, you can phone them. Everyone wants to email. Well, I'm having to dig for email number, email addresses right now. Now, you can probably call and get them to email to you, but they're going to go through their staff. And what was interesting was looking at the offices for a state senator. Well, some of these state senators, you got to remember the state senator is on population. Well, one of the, uh, I think it was number uh, uh, state district, Senate District 5 is down, or 6, is down in Houston and is only part of Houston, uh, part of Harris County, and just a, a dribble into one of the other two counties there. But yet, if you go and you look at uh, District Number 2, covers almost 12 counties up in the uh, northeast part of the state of Texas, fairly rural. And there are at 
all these, uh, they had five different offices that they maintained for the Senate office, where the other ones only had to have one. So how do you get to them? How do you, you contact them? Well, these are the things that are interesting. It's funny that there's still fax machines listed. I don't know, maybe fax, you, you do that, nobody else is going to be faxing anything. You take a whole bunch of something and you fax it over and over, maybe they'll know who you are. So do you give them a long dissertation about you may not like Biden, you may not like Trump's, you may not like all these things uh, on either side of the fence that are not right. And, you know, we've got these, uh, you know, global warming is coming. We've got these conspiracy theorists that uh, the uh, New World Order is taking over and they're wanting to do this to our state. Well, okay. What is it you want them to do? What is it that you can bring up that is positive, or you can say negative, but you find a bill that matches what you believe in and you support it. Okay, there's one bill I know that's going through that I've been working with some people on that has to do with uh, non-jailable offenses. You shouldn't be in jail. Sitting there, having to pay bail when it's just a low-level fine ticket you know we we've got overcrowding we've got this problem here in Hayes County right now with uh, people that are waiting forever to actually get a hearing and you know and yet are we talking about violent yes you know we need to have that but if it's nonviolent, uh do we really need to keep them in now that's not saying give people a free ride that's not it but we've got to address this. We can't continue to be building more and more jails. We cannot be continuing to keep people and get, let them get lost in the system. How do we scale the system? How do we do better? So that's eh, just, you know, you can agree or disagree with me on that, but that's just one of those that we've got. Uh, I know we're coming down to the end of the show here. I just got a few more minutes with you here tonight. Um, and I did want to go on ahead and also uh, so make sure you get involved in that uh, with the legislative session. Uh, next week, uh, Amy is going to be uh, here uh, in the uh, uh, coming on, or no, I'm sorry, Faith is going to be on next week. Uh, and Matthew Mendoza may be back. He was saying he, he's available next week as well. Uh, and Faith is going to be talking about uh, this uh, bill that I was just talking about and some other ones and about how you can get involved. So make sure you tune in. I really think that's important. Um, you know, Governor Abbott does have, uh, he's getting now involved in this car racing, and you're, you may see something come up uh, with this uh, problem that they had in Austin with the takeover of the streets. So, uh, you know, it may be interesting to see what happens there. Um, but, you know, let us know. If there's something that comes up, you know, just send us a message, KCSM, uh, Sam Marcos at, uh, at gmail.com. Or you can go to the We the People uh, Facebook page and send us a message, drop a post, whatever it may be. Comment on our posts there and let us know, you know, how we can help get people involved locally to make a difference. We are glad to have you here with us tonight. And uh, coming up next, Friday night, we care. I'll be back with you next week. And a big thank you to Matthew Mendoza. And again, I, everyone, I want you to 
keep the families and the students uh, from Goodnight and the uh, family of the uh, the, uh, student that passed away today in a tragic accident in your thoughts and uh, prayers and, you know, whatever it may be, folks. But we're coming together as a community 10 o'clock tomorrow uh, out at the park uh, there just uh, at the high school. Um, so please uh, get out there and, uh, you know, uh, be supportive. And we are glad, you know, hug your kids, hug your folks. You know, remember, be glad that everyone is here. Be glad that we're community. Be glad that we are all San Martians. And uh, come on out. I'm going to be out at, uh, I'll be out at Kyle tomorrow, and then I'll be up at uh, San Marcos on, uh, uh, at Wonderworld Cave at the uh, San Marcos uh, Texas Flea Market on Sunday. And then I'll be back here with you on Sunday afternoon. We've got uh, 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 Christopher Cody Meekjum is going to be uh, here on uh, Revolving Door. Uh, and Kathy uh, is going to be having on Reasis about the Baton Death March. And we're going to be having uh, folks from the BFW. We're going to be having folks from the uh, uh, post up at the, uh, uh, with the uh, uh, ROTC post. And they're going to be here as well. So looking forward to that. And uh, we have got uh, Veterans Hour. will be here on 11 o'clock on Sunday. Uh, the Blitz tomorrow morning. We have just got all sorts of great stuff all weekend long. So make sure you stay tuned. Thanks for tuning in. KCSM.org. True Community Radio. Sam Marcus, Texas.